You know, I would suspect that all of us at some time or another began to dream about our lives, no? What we wanted it to look like, what we wanted it to be, how we wanted it to turn out. I mean, what was the dream for your life? And has it come true? Or are you still dreaming? Wondering and hoping that it will become a reality. You know, my dream was to get married and have a wonderful, loving, faith-filled family. To have that perfect flying job, you know, to be financially comfortable and to live happily ever after. What happened? Obviously, it wasn't that. So in some sense, my dream never came true. But something better happened. God's dream came true for me. God's dream came true for me. I was introduced to Jesus in a new and a personal way, and as he, as he walked along the path of my life, just as he walked along the Sea of Galilee. And in his own way, Jesus showed me the path to fulfillment of God's dream for me. It was a dream far bigger than my small, meager, worldly dreams. In fact, you know, as I look back on my, on my whole life with all the complexities and all the challenges, with all its beauty and graces, I think one of my life's biggest lessons is that God's dream for me was bigger than any of my little meager dreams. The same is true for you. God's dream for you is so much bigger than your small dreams. In comparison to our plans, the life that God has planned for us is far more than we can possibly imagine. Yes, at times it's more challenging, it's more difficult. It requires more of a sacrifice than we would choose, partially because we want a life without challenges and sacrifices, don't we? But the Lord provides all the graces needed and more. And when we discover God's plan for us and take that leap of faith to follow it, then life is far more exciting, far more grace-filled and satisfying than can ever be imagined. You know, as we see in the gospel this morning, Jesus is walking along the sea. Now, there's nothing out of the ordinary, right? He's walking along the sea watching people fish, you know? And he stops and calls two of the fishermen, Simon Peter and his brother, Andrew. And he says, come after me, come, and I will make you fishers of men. And as we heard, they immediately followed, abandoned what they were doing to follow him. They had a personal encounter with the one who happened, who knew their hearts, Simon heard this call to discipleship and responded. But if we think about it, it happened in the midst of ordinary life, right? It wasn't some dramatic place or experience. It happened in the midst of ordinary life, in the midst of his everyday job. The call of Jesus was nothing spectacular in nature. Jesus just walked by those two boats he called those two sets of brothers to follow him. Somehow they acted, they took a leap of faith and responded. 
forever changing their lives and the lives of their families. Our Lord has an individual and unrepeatable call for each one of us. He calls us to action in the midst of our everyday tasks, requiring, requiring no expertise in evangelization, just a heart ready and willing to love others for his sake. And likewise, Jesus does not call us to discipleship in spectacular ways, but in the ordinariness, ordinary activities of our daily lives in the midst of the ordinary routines. But perhaps the question I think is, do we look for him? Do we seek to listen for his call, because he calls us daily? Do we have that quiet disposition in our hearts to be able to hear, to be able to hear him in the midst of our daily routines, in the midst of this normalcy of our life? That quiet listening spirit develops becomes a reality. It comes through spending time in prayer alone with Jesus and his living word. It comes from acknowledging the presence of God in our lives each and every day. In fact, in each and every moment. I mean, if we think about this, because these first, these four, these disciples accepted Jesus' invitation, what happened from that? We have our first pope. We have the Gospels. We have the letters of John and the letters from James. What graces they brought to the early church and to you and I many years later. So by design, the living of our vocation in accordance with God's will showers graces upon us, as well as on those we love, and as well as the whole church. We may never see it in this life, the fruits of our own yes to being followers of Jesus. But we can be assured that every prayer, every act of love, every sacrifice made for others has eternal consequences. You know, the, the apostles probably never dreamt of giving up a life of fishing or whatever they were doing to give their lives away in the way it happened. To follow Jesus, mere good works, works are not enough. We have to listen daily to this call because he who alone knows us and who loves us deeply longs to share his dream for our lives. God's dream for my life is still unfolding. I never dreamt about becoming a bishop, much less coming to a, a, this diocese to lead this faith community here, but I will continue to seek his dream for my life because it has and will continue to be far more than I could ever imagine. <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I, I don't have an imagination quite like his. So this is why we need to immerse ourselves in his sacred word so we can hear amid the thousands of other words in our daily lives 
that one word that speaks to us not about things, but about life. Pope Benedict says, in living in the living word of God, Jesus says today to each person, to each one of you, he says, I am yours. I give myself to you so that you and I can receive and respond, saying in return to him, I am yours. So friends, as we immerse ourselves in the living word today, in the word of God today, in this living life, this life that Jesus gives to us in the Eucharist, it is then we will discover how close Jesus is to us and how close his dream for us is. But always remember the Lord dreams bigger than you.